Welcome to Kelsey's Chronicles. Thank you guys for tuning in. I do want to just quickly say that so far I've had a lot of fun just, you know, recording this podcast, putting out these different episodes weekly, but I think I want to switch up the overall brand of my podcast. So it's still going to be Kelsey's Chronicles, but I think now I want to kind of shift it towards more of a pop culture brand. So I'm thinking every week I either discuss a new TV show, a movie, music, just because I enjoy talking about those things. And this week I'm going to start off by discussing and talking about the newest season of Love is Blind. (sighs) So I'm currently on episode eight, which I think there are like 12 episodes this season. I'm not sure. But I'm on episode eight. I'm almost towards the end. And y'all from if you have first of all, if you haven't watched Love is Blind, I definitely recommend watching the first two seasons. I didn't watch seasons three through five, but I've tuned into season six because I saw so many people talking about it over on Twitter and I saw a lot of clips. And I think the one clip that got me to really tune in was the guy Jimmy seeing his fiance Chelsea. And in the pods, which is where these people go and then like have these dates where they're not seeing each other at all. They're just talking on these dates. His fiance Chelsea told him that people said that she reminded them of Megan Fox and y'all could see his face. Listen, just but let me give y'all a quick synopsis of what's been going on so far. And hopefully y'all tune in to watch because it's a really good season, like probably the best season since season two. And I really can't judge season three through five because I haven't seen them. But from, you know, just my viewpoint, my opinion, I think this is probably one of the best seasons. So, basically, there are the couples that did make it out of the pods. There, And I'm going to, I'm really just going to talk about my views on the couples and whether or not I think they're going to make it down the aisle and actually get married. I'm not really going to dive into like every single person that's been on the show this season. I'm just going to cover the couples just to kind of make it a little quicker of a synopsis. And hopefully if you haven't watched it, hopefully it encourages you to start watching because it's very juicy and I like this season, really do. So there is the first couple, Johnny and Amy. Now, at first, before these new before this new set of episodes released and dropped on today, I said that Johnny and Amy were absolutely going to get married. That was my hope. But now that they have like gotten like moved in and they've gotten into the real world, the fact that the guy Johnny they had so much chemistry on the beach. I think they were in the Dominican Republic. But they had so much chemistry. They were so cute. But my number one thing with Johnny is he is just so set on, like, Amy being on birth control. And Amy has said, I think she said that she, um, I think she said she's anemic. But even if she wasn't anemic, I know that birth control takes a lot, like a huge toll. It can take a huge toll on your body. It's not just for preventing pregnancy, but like it can help, you know, regulate your period, be on a set schedule, set cycle. It can help with cramps. I was on it previously for cramps, but I'm not on it anymore. 
But there's just so many reasons to get on birth control. I know it can help with acne as well, just many different things. But he was telling Amy how all of his girlfriends in the past, they were on birth control. And my first thought is either he has had a pregnancy scare or he's just like, I don't know, I guess maybe he's just overall he's really not ready for kids which is cool which is fine but amy was like well you can get a vasectomy i'm not sure i want to get on birth control so i don't blame her because i don't feel like birth birth control is something that you shouldn't take lightly like you should really think heavily before you get on birth control and also i don't think a woman should ever get on birth control for just for the sole purpose of a man and not getting pregnant like okay if you don't want to get pregnant and you want to get on birth control yourself it's your decision that's one thing but i don't think you should just solely get on it because a man is telling you to get on it like he's really only thinking about himself and my thing is if you don't want to have a baby that much one use condoms because it sounds like he doesn't want to use condoms he wants to have unprotected sex and then two get a vasectomy a vasectomy can be reversed like boom snip snap re-snip snap whatever but birth control it alters your body like it alters your cycle it can give you mood swings there are just so many side effects that i don't think he realizes exist when a woman gets on birth control and that's my thing like yeah, he's kind of doing too much. And he even got to the point of saying, well, this could, you know, be like a huge effect on our relationship and it could be a deal breaker pretty much. And I'm just like, if birth control is a deal breaker, you don't need to be married to this lady. If that's, if, if it's just a sense of control, which I kind of feel like it is. And prior to this whole situation, I feel like they were definitely going to get married. But now I'm like, and that's really the only thing so far that I've seen with them that's kind of just like making me say they're not going to end up saying I do at the altar. But I don't know. Before that, they were a pretty decent couple. They were cute. You know, they had great chemistry, all that. So let me move on to the second couple that came out of the past engaged. I'm going to do Clay and AD. So Clay and AD. It's crazy how many red flags this man has shown her. Literally, even in the pods. And the thing is about Love is Blind. Love is Blind is all about falling in love, quote unquote, falling in love with someone's personality through conversations, you know, all that. And you don't see the physical at all. My thing with Clay is in the pods, he was like, Pretty much saying, if I'm not attracted to you, if I don't know what you look like, I don't know if I'll be able to propose to you. Which, hello, the show is called Love is Blind. Sorry, you're clearly on the wrong show. But then also, Clay has so many red flags outside of the pods. We've seen him say how his dad, he's he's pretty much saying how he's never witnessed a black man be faithful in any relationship growing up. Like, I guess even up until like adulthood now and he was like his dad was a serial cheater he his dad used to take like trips and he would go on these trips and he would be cheating on his mama and he was like my mom doesn't even know and i'm like boy so when your mom watch the show she's gonna be like dang i was gonna cheat on and my son was going on the trip with my husband cheating on me so 
that's just crazy to me. Also, he's pretty much letting AD know that, hey, I have all these demons. I'm fighting demons. I have all these red flags. I'm not the type of person. I don't think I'm ready for marriage. Just saying a lot of stuff. Now, mind you, Clay is really fine, but he's also toxic. Like, he's just, I don't know. It's, I saw somebody on Twitter say that Clay is the type of guy that you fall for when you're 21 years old. And I feel like I definitely agree because now as an almost 26-year-old, if I ran into somebody like Clay and he was telling me all this stuff, all these red flags showing me all these different things about how he doesn't know if he can just be with one woman for the rest of his life. He's not really sure if he can really commit to marriage. You know, he's not able to see, he hasn't been able to see relationships where a man doesn't cheat like every man he's known has cheated if a man is telling you all this stuff and I want to say he's like 30 I forgot his age but if a 30 year old man is telling me this stuff in my mind I'm already like red flag flag on the play strike you're out AD is also telling this man like oh I don't think I'm deserving of love and all this that and the third or you're the type of guy that I would have fallen for, you know, when I was younger. And she even said to one of the other castmates, she was like, I'm Captain Save-A-Ho. Like, I want to save him. I want to love him. Like, girl, you are too old to be falling for the clownery. And I feel when you're older, the older you get, you should be getting more mature and more wise because you should be able to, like me, for instance, I wish I could have acted the way I act now, maybe two, three years ago. I wouldn't have even dealt with these clown-ass Negroes. Just saying. Just saying. But the older you get, you're able to distinguish red flags quicker and cut people off. And I feel that AD, and here's another thing too. AD, she's a beautiful black woman, but she has a nice body. Like, she's slim thick perfect ways like she got the big little you know booty she has a really nice body and one thing I didn't like is like when they finally met her and Clay met face to face she stood up and she kind of like walked and showed him her body and he wasn't even complimenting her like calling her beautiful and pretty and stuff until and he really didn't even say she was beautiful after that but until she like started showing her body then he's like oh I can get with this and I'm just like girl mm-mm. and this is also another thing pertaining to her body, but they were making like some of the other castmates were making comments on her body and saying like, oh, you're set, blah, 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 blah. And even when the other women was trying to get her fiance to bean, what is it? bean dip her, which I didn't know what bean dipping was until I watched this episode, but basically wanting to like flick, flip her, flick her nipples. That's weird. That's that. Mm, mm, mm. you figure out what I'm saying that's that mm, mm, mm. yeah so um that was weird and it was just like they're over sexualizing her body even Clay who's supposed to be her fiance is kind of in my opinion over sexualizing her body and stuff and I don't really like that like Clay is fine but girl you can get a fine man that respects you and it's not just all about your body and you can tell that she's having doubts and it was so funny in one of the scenes he was eating some soup or whatever and it was just so and she was just kind of looking disgusted like 
this man is really childish. And in my opinion, he really he really is childish. He probably needs therapy, especially with the whole thing, like him telling her, I've never seen a black man be fully faithful. Like I went on trips with my daddy, she know my mama. That stuff, that's the kind of stuff you need to be telling the therapist so that you don't bring those issues and those projections into your relationship. But that's not here nor there. But yeah, so I don't think, I honestly don't feel like, I wouldn't be surprised if they got married, but I'm leaning more towards no, them saying I do at the altar. I feel like one might say I do and the other might be like, uh, I don't know, we'll see. So the third couple, I will do Jeremy and Laura. Laura is also the one who tried to get her fiance Jeremy to bean, is it bean dip? Yeah, bean dip. AD. So Laura to me, and I haven't seen, I do know that it's coming up in the next episode, but apparently he's going to be out and I guess cheating or whatever on Laura. But I didn't really care for them. I never really cared for them to be honest. I didn't even know their names to like the third episode, third or fourth episode to be honest. But I do feel that they're not going to get married because Laura just seems like an undercover low-key mean girl and she's always she was being so messy when they were dating like in the pods she was just being so so messy but I won't elaborate on that too much but she's just like a very nice mean girl like that she has she acts like she's a nice girl but she's really a mean girl under all that but I don't think they're gonna end up getting married just because I don't know she just seems I I don't know. I just, it's just something off about them. I personally think that Jeremy should have chosen the other girl because he was trying to decide between Laura and the girl. I think her name is Sarah Ann, but I think he should have went with Sarah Ann because I don't know. I just feel like he should have went with Sarah Ann. It would have been more compatible in my opinion. It just kind of felt like he just proposed to Laura just to propose. And I do be feeling like some of these couples, they just be proposing to be able to utilize the platform more, you know, when you're on the platform longer, more followers, more people knowing who you are, all that, yada, yada, yada. So that couple didn't really move me. They haven't moved me thus far, but um, yeah, I don't think they're going to get married. I'll move on to Kenneth and what is that girl's name? Oh my gosh. Jessica. No, her name is not Jessica. Y'all, why don't I forget this lady's name? Oh my gosh. Kenneth and... Oh, I don't forgot this lady's name. But anyway, there's Kenneth and then there's his fiance. Kenneth is black. His fiance, she's a white lady. But, um... So, pretty much... Kenneth and his fiance. Y'all, I cannot remember this lady's name. Oh my gosh. But Kenneth, pretty much, he was cool in the pods. And I'm going to just say, fiance girl, I'm going to call fiance girl because I really forgot his name. But Kenneth pretty much was cool in the pods until AD, which, you know, she was just asking him, like, hey, how are y'all going to adapt being an an interracial couple in the real world? Because, you know, people are going to say what they have to say, yada, yada, yada. You know, how you feel about her raising black children like she's gonna be the mother to black kids and he kind of you can tell he did like a 180 like it's just so weird how he kind of just switched up but 
he pretty much really just became distant and you could tell that she was trying to make things work but he was just kind of like uh and he's just i don't know like the girl the scene that i was just watching she was literally crying and this man has been pulling out his phone and on his phone the entire episode like it's so weird because i cannot stand for somebody to be on their phone the entire time we're together if you do that i would i promise you i would never hang out with you more than that time that first time we hang out together but i think that it was a blessing in disguise for her too because it's like, okay, well, now I know not to waste my time anymore. And he's like, well, give me a hug so, you know, there's no beef. I swear I would have slapped him. Because what? Like, sir, what do you mean there's no beef? You literally just hurt my feelings and broke up with me because you are scared of being in an interracial relationship. And it's just so weird. Like, the whole 180 he did, because I definitely thought they were going to get married. I was a strong maybe, but definitely leaning towards yes they were going to make it down the aisle but yeah um so basically he left kenneth left his you know fiance girl and yeah that's pretty much that so that was weird and now to what i believe is the most and i feel like this couple is the face of this season we're moving to Chelsea and Jimmy. So, it's important that I do get a backstory on Chelsea and Jimmy. Now, Jimmy had to choose between Chelsea and the other girl, Jessica. And he ended up choosing Chelsea because Chelsea told Jimmy that she was told by many people that she favors Megan Fox. And I think that Jimmy heard that and was automatically like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm finna be with the Megan Fox lookalike. Now, mind you... They don't look dead set alike, but you can tell she has similar features to what Megan Fox, like the eyes and like kind of the mouth and like when she smiles, she does kind of look like Megan Fox. But the face he had when he saw her was giving very much, this MF told a whole lot. And he was even saying in confessionals, she definitely lied, but you know, I could work with that. If I would go back and watch and see my fiance talking about something, oh, I could work with that. There would be nothing to work with, period. Like, bye, goodbye. But Chelsea is so insecure, it's not even funny. She's always like, you act like you don't like me, you don't love me, you haven't kissed me today, you haven't hugged me, you haven't, you know, Chelsea's very clingy and insecure. And I believe a lot of it comes from the fact that she knows that Jessica is a baddie because Jessica's a really pretty girl. She knows that Jessica is a really a baddie and she only picked Jimmy because she had the other guy, Trevor, too. She was debating between both of them. She only picked Jimmy because Jessica was also seriously dating Jimmy in the positive. She just wanted to feel like she won. Y'all, it's a mess. I promise y'all this season is so good so far. I'm really waiting. And I hate when Netflix does this, but they want to split up like the whole season. It's like three, four parts. It's so annoying because the next set of episodes comes out next week. But y'all, it's so, so interesting. Jimmy and Chelsea definitely are not getting married. I think on the next episode, I have one more to watch for this week. But he tells her that she's clingy and she gets upset. And it's just a hot, hot mess. I'm really enjoying it though. Because the last season I watched was season two. And season two was a mess. But I don't think that... 
I don't think any of these couples get married, to be honest. If anybody does get married, maybe AD and Clay. But if AD and Clay do get married, I feel like they're going to get divorced within the next year or so. But that's not here nor there. But I am going to finish uh, this new set of episodes that were released on today. And maybe next week I will continue to talk about Love is Blind or I'll just talk about a different show or whatever. Because there's just so much happening in pop culture and TV and music. So much. So, so, so much. But thank you guys for tuning in. I definitely recommend Love is Blind Season 6. Also Seasons 1 and 2. Um, And if y'all have anything y'all want me to watch or, you know, share my thoughts on or discuss, please feel free to email me at KelseySimmons98 at Outlook.com. That's Kelsey Simmons, K-E-L-S-E-Y Simmons 98, S-I-M-M-O-N-S, the number is 98 at symboloutlook.com. Feel free to email me. Follow me on social media at Keep Up With Kills, two S's. And yeah, thank y'all for tuning in and see y'all or rather talk to y'all next week.